0: Sean Dizzle. I am the governor. You're the governor. I right? I right, governor.
1: Mikey Hizzle. What's going Mario. on, man?
0: Yo. Well, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, I must say. It's Weather's warming up. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful
1: day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the neighborhood.
0: a beautiful day to be a neighbor. My neighbor one of those. Yeah. Um speaking of which my neighbor's moving. Yay. Boo. <laughs> which
1: one? Oh. Yeah. I still don't know, but I know. I don't want to talk about that. Neither do I, so happy recording day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be recording today.
0: <laughs> hey, welcome to the Unchurched podcast, where your hosts Michael and Sean discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us. As we challenge serious things, so pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Gotta love neighbors. You gotta love them to the fullest. Um, yeah. It's all good. So, dude, Texas is screwed. Yeah, I haven't seen
1: much. Like I was telling you pre-recording, but I have seen some. Seems a little crazy, bro.
0: Yeah, it's a little crazy. I think it's an omen for all those Californians that moved down to Texas. Just to get (laughs) away from their treacherous regime. Um, But... Those last storms last week just knocked out the power grid in a bunch of places. And, um, I didn't realize that, you know, since Texas is kind of like its own country type of deal, basically sort of. Yeah. Yeah. They're not on the U S grid when it comes down to those type of, uh, utilities. Yeah. They got their own. They're all doing their own thing. They're independent and uh their independence has has failed them because they don't they don't have the regulations that everybody else has so i I was listening to the news uh, a big part of it is like their pipes are freezing because they're not following the u s government practices of insulating their shit, and so therefore when the temperature dropped as low as it did for the first time in 50 years or whatever it is, their pipes burst. which sucked. And, uh, the power was out like crazy. We talked about their rolling blackouts. But now that the power's back on, they're under a boil-the-water advisory because the pipes aren't clean. The water isn't clean. And, um, one thing broke my heart, man. It was a lady who ended up having a baby in her home because she one couldn't get to the hospital. Two, there was no power. Three, there was no clean water. She had to give birth in the in her in her bed. I'm like, damn. You thought twenty twenty sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Move over, bitch. Twenty twenty one is uh trying to flex a little bit. So, thought that was a bummer. So, uh, prayers and, you know, happy thoughts out for all the Texans out there. Hopefully you uh, find your way to do good. So, and then in the south, I can't remember what state, but somewhere in the south, they've been flooding like crazy. And uh, a bunch of people ended up having to spend the night on the roof over the weekend they actually, Where was this? The, in the south. I can't remember where. I I want to say Alabama, but I I can't. I can't remember the state. I don't think it was Louisiana, but it could have been. Somewhere <laughs> down there in that area. They had another major flood over the weekend. You didn't hear about that either, huh? No, I guess I live under a rock these days. I guess so. <laughs> yeah man people were getting rescued once again by boat Uh, (laughs) getting rescued by boat off their roofs because that's how high the water was Hmm. so uh, yeah shit's been bad if you think it's been bad for you and it's not been that bad maybe we should practice a little bit of Thanksgiving no doubt You know, in my book, at least.
1: (coughs) Yeah, I mean, we had some. A decent amount of snow, probably. Foot and a half ish. Nothing crazy, but. It's 50 today, man. It's pretty much all melted. I wish.
0: I wish it was melted here. I really do We gotta pray for these people man It's uh It's getting bad All over the place Our snow's still You know we had a really good day today I think it got up to 36 again It's like two days in a row It got up to 36 So a lot of stuff is melting But it's not that bad I mean I still got mounds in my yard That are three feet tall You know And uh At the rental uh, I went over there to start shoveling a little bit because I hadn't done it the you know the entire snowstorm week that we had. I hadn't shoveled the snow over there. And I, I shoveled off the porch and shoveled off the walkway, and that was it. I was like, man, this is exhausting. I'll come back later. <laughs> My parents aren't home, so whatever. I'll get it. <laughs> I'll get it later. Um, so I only did a little bit, but... It's definitely at least two feet tall over there, unshoveled, two feet tall. Nice. Yeah. Not really. Not really at all. I'm like, dang, I can't. I get, I couldn't even get into the house, bro. I had to drudge my way through the backyard, barely opened up the gate and squeezed myself through. Grabbed the shovel from the garage and then started trying to shovel my way back to the front. And I was like, forget this. So I just walked through the rest of the snow. (laughs) Shoveled myself a partial path. And then uh, shoveled myself a pathway to the porch. Cleaned that off. Went inside the house. Had to make sure the pipes didn't freeze. Luckily the heat was on 55, so that was good. And uh, no frozen pipes. So I'm happy. We got lucky this time. Faux show. What else do I want to talk to you about before we get into our main topic? Oh, dude. So, did you hear about the Pfizer PFIZER? The Pfizer vaccine. Now they're saying that it can be kept in regular pharmacy freezers. This is a big deal. Really? Because the entire year 2020 or not the entire year, but from the inception of this vaccine, they were saying that they needed, you know, dry ice and extra cold. Freezers and they're freaking out about how they're going to trans, uh, how they were going to ship these vaccines to all these different pharmacy locations. They weren't thinking that it was going to keep up. They needed all this extra money to be able to ship it with specialty freezers and all this stuff. They took all of that money, and then just last week they said, Oh, we made a mistake. These can be kept in. Regular old freezers. They don't have to be... uh, They don't need anything special. No extra money or equipment needed. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm a little bit miffed about that. Given the fact that they were given so much money to be able to do the thing that they said they needed to do.
1: Yeah, but I think I have a little more grace out of the gate just because... I mean, this is still a new thing. You know? There's still tests and studies and scientists, you know. You can't always just get it right the first time and then know exactly all the details and all the circumstances and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I'm not educated in that, but. I don't know. Can you. You know be too baffled that they're just now discovering that I mean I think it's a good thing
0: I'm glad that they discovered it but how much money did you get from the government before you discovered that and I'm sorry I just don't trust anybody anymore (laughs) as far as I'm concerned they knew that out the gate because they are scientists and they're smart And I'm sure they tested it out to find out what kind of temperatures they needed in order to make this thing, you know, still be effective at the end of their transport. Hey, if we want to talk about science. I think that that's a big thing to miss. Personally, but. I don't know. I've gotten into so many discussions with people about science and the necessity of believing science and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just. I guess when I was in school as a kid and I'm learning science, they didn't give too many discussions about the mistakes that were made in science. And for damn sure, the mistakes weren't sold as reality and then corrected later saying, oh, no, we made a mistake. You know. So. Yeah I don't know man. I don't know either. I'm just sick of the back and forth. And I'm ready for this shit to be over with. And I know I've said it over and over again. But I I truly believe that. I truly believe. Like this is just one mistake of many. That they've corrected. That the science community has corrected. And I think. By the end of this virus there's going to be several more corrections that they have to make. I honestly think that, you know, under this new administration, amazingly enough and miraculously enough, this thing is going to be eradicated. Or at least the science is going to come back and dumb it down to, to the point where there won't be as much fear and panic in society as it is right now which would mean that this entire thing, as real as it is and as unfortunate as it is that we've had almost half a million deaths in this country alone uh, due to COVID, I think they're going to come back and say, given the evidence that we've gathered over the past year, we're safe to reopen everything back to normal. And uh, don't be afraid. If you get it and you're healthy, the results have shown that the effects on your body will be just as bad as a common cold. I know nobody wants to hear that, and I don't even want to say it, but I'm just speculating, and I'm just saying it's too much of this science that we're supposed to believe that keeps changing. And uh, why wouldn't that change? Why wouldn't that be the case by the end of this thing?
1: So, That's what we're hoping
0: for. I'm hoping for it. I'm hoping that somebody's going to have the balls to say, we're sorry, we've politicized this entire thing. And, uh, yes, it's unfortunate we've had the amount of deaths that we had. Um, but here's how to beat it. Like, bring on the science of the necessity of zinc and vitamin D and vitamin C and... Having a healthy diet. Like. I'm still waiting on somebody. To come out and. and Start preaching that tune. So far I haven't seen it. They just keep saying. Wear your mask and wash your hands. Ain't nobody talking about diet. And eating clean. And drinking your water. Making sure your fluids are up. Making sure you get enough rest. Nobody's talking about that And I'm still baffled as to why These scientists that we're supposed to be listening to Are not talking about those things But I'm an idiot bro I don't know nothing Yeah you are So am I Yeah
1: Plus, even if they do come out saying things like that, I mean, you think fat America is going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, let's stop eating McDonald's.
0: That's the other thing, man. I, I mean, mean, seriously, you're <laughs> absolutely right. I mean, if they came out and actually told the truth, I think the fear mongering would be over. I honestly believe that. I mean, the people that are suffering the most from this are old and unhealthy or have preconditions or something like that those are the people that are most adverse effect affected. so on top of the black community and people of color but, so it's a little rough bro I'm just a little sick of it and wish that all the science would come out I want to know about everything that they're studying right now. And they're not letting us know. Israel just did a study and found out that one vaccine actually is enough. You don't have to get two. But they're not publishing that study. (laughs) I saw that last week, too. So everybody's getting two shots. One shot makes you 85% inoculated against the virus. That's what Israel's study found. Why that's not being taken into consideration, I don't know. But And so, in Israel, everybody's just getting one shot. And if in the U.S. they would do the same thing and just give everybody one shot and get them up to 85% inoculated, then we can get to the point of um, herd immunity that much faster. And eradicate this thing. Once again I'm not a medical doctor. I don't know shit. I'm just thinking. I'm really just thinking. And shame on me for doing so. Thinking for myself. And not letting the mainstream media tell me what to think. Right.
1: Israel's cases are going down. I wonder why. I wonder why. Peak of infected was uh, almost eighty five thousand. See on February fifth, February twenty first, it's gone down to forty thousand. I'm on Worldometer,
0: so if you want to check that, you can go to their website. Fact check the man. Make sure he's telling the truth. Yeah. It is what it is. I hope everybody out there is staying safe and doing what they got to do. You know, staying COVID free. I, I, I think there's still a chance that we'll all get it at some point anyway. If you haven't already had it, I think it's a possibility. If it truly is as bad as they say that it is, we'll all end up getting it at some point, I think. But I've been saying that from the beginning, and so far it, it still hasn't affected our household. So,
1: Wow, I got curious. I clicked on China. Currently affected as of yesterday. 423 people. It's amazing, isn't it? They had at their peak 58,000 hmm. uh, just about a year ago. But they went way down super fast, bro. Like by March of last year. Then they pretty much stayed there. With a little peak in January.
0: Without a vaccine. Some interesting stuff. I think it's interesting because they went down without a vaccine. I They've also they only had
1: 4,636 deaths. Yeah, and total 26%. cases uh, just under 90,000. I wonder
0: how they pulled it off. And their population is what? 1 billion. (laughs) Is it? It's a billion people in China, bro. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there might be some exaggeration there. You could look (coughs) it up, but. (laughs) Alexa, what's the population of China? In
1: 2020. The population of China was 1.44 billion
0: people. 1.4. Yes, it answered my question. Thank you very much. 1.44 billion people in China.
1: Thanks for your feedback.
0: You're welcome. Bitch. So there you go, bro. Those numbers don't make sense to me. They did all that without a vaccine. And they got a billion people there.
1: Meanwhile, we have 500 and mm-hmm. let's half just round up 13 Half deaths. a billion
0: people. What's the population? We have. Oh, Alexa, what's the population of the U.S.? Half it's a like, billion.
1: In 2020, the population of the United States was 331 million people.
0: Wow. I said half a billion. She said 331 million people. So we have a third of China's population. And we've had half a million deaths. Due to COVID. It doesn't make any sense to me, bro. If it started there, it doesn't make any sense to me. These numbers just don't add up, bro.
1: That's why... Like, you go back to just general health and how America, we are not healthy on a whole. No, we're not. I mean, that has to be. I mean, there has
0: to be something there. But then I would ask, was it COVID that killed them then? Or was it there a preconditioned? Their, what do you call it, preconditions?
1: Or was it both?
0: Pre-existing conditions, or yeah, or was it both?
1: I mean, when you're a baby and you get dropped on your head from three feet up, that could kill you or make you crazy or whatever. Sure. When you're an adult, you can slip and fall, bang your head, and you have a boo-boo, but you're okay. I mean. Yeah. That's my stupid ass trying to make sense of it all but i think that the analogy kind of stands maybe i don't know i'm tired of talking about this and we're wasting our whole episode on it (laughs) are you tired of searching for quality music for your next project soundstripe is the answer never worry about licensing again with soundstripe your membership covers the cost for every song license Just find the right track, download the file, and get a custom license. That's it. No channel or media-specific fees. No recurring royalties, ever. Strike the right chord with radio-quality music. Browse their wholly-owned library of over 5,000 royalty-free songs composed by Grammy-winning talent. Enjoy unlimited licensing, new music every week, and stem files with every track. Soundstripe was founded by three musicians with one purpose in mind. Keep creators creating. It's why they only publish exceptional media and keep their licensing simple and prices reasonable. With over 5 million licenses issued and over 200 songs added each month, why look any further? Head over to Soundstripe.com and enjoy... Unlimited royalty-free music to create exceptional work. Plus, if you use our promo code B E Video, you'll get an extra 10% off your subscription. Again, enter promo code B as in boy, E as in elephant, Video, all one word at checkout for 10% off. Soundstripe.com. Take your work
0: to the next level. I, you know what, I started this saying, I don't want to be mad on this episode, and now I got myself mad. Anyway, we we're going to do part three of Missing Church. And we didn't get a chance to answer the last question that you wrote down. Maybe you, you want to go into it, because I feel like I've been talking too much shit. So <clears throat>
1: I'm
0: going to lose friends over this episode. Well, you deleted it, so I don't remember... Oh, it's in our show notes. So, um, I think we were talking.
1: Oh, I was looking at brain dumps. I think we were talking about how often do you read the Bible? Yes. And the second part of that was does it change in your Christian walk? So, does the frequency of reading, like how often you read the Bible, change in your Christian walk? Or, should you be that Bible thumper from I'm a Christian day one until the day you die just like nom 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 give me the word of God and I guess a little second question to that like does it differ with individual like like I don't think I need to read the Bible every single day studying it how I used to right now, but you might, but anyway, yeah, I mean, I guess to answer my own question first is um, I do think how often you read the Bible changes in your walk and by walk, I mean, as you mature as a Christian. Um, I think for a couple reasons, the first is whenever you're, you know, Jesus finds you and you discover the awesome saving power of him, you want to know everything about him. You want to know everything about the faith, you know, you need to know what to do, how to do it. The Bible's infallible. Is it? I want to read it, you know? and you dive into it hopefully you do Mm -hmm. that's what i did and you don't just read the bible because then you find out oh which we've said on here time and time again can't just pick up an niv and go ham like you really want to understand the bible you gotta have concordance probably want to look at some people's commentaries (laughs) grab a dictionary you know what i'm saying like you can't just take a verse at face value. You have to understand the culture who's being, who's saying it, who's hearing it. What's the meaning? Why are they saying it to them? Um, cause that can completely change verses in the Bible. I mean, it's not just a, Oh, I want to read a good book today, you know? Hmm. And then I think the further or, The longer you do that, and the further you go in your Christian walk, faith, I hate saying walk, but I don't know what else to say, (laughs) your journey, if you will. I don't know that it's necessarily uh, as expedient as it once was. I'm not saying it's not necessary. I'm just saying I can go a couple weeks and not touch the Bible whether it's online or hardback, whatever, like, it's just different, you know? And some of it goes back to, I have read and studied with others on my own, whatever, and that's in me, you know? And I don't know, I just, I kind of wanted to explore it with you because like maybe I should be reading more, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, but I do think, like I said, I don't think it's the same as when I first came to faith in Christ and was like hungry for that more. And I guess that is the real question in here is, do you think the frequency at which you read the Bible, should that be a testament of how hungry you are for your faith? Hmm. And I don't think that it necessarily is the more you mature and the older you get, you Hmm. know, And I kind of, I know I'm going to cut you off again, but here's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, you go to college, right? Mm -hmm. And you research and you study and you have professors. So you're listening to teachers, a.k.a. commentary, whatever. Like someone's, I mean, you are in this shit, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you go about your life. You get your job in that field. You don't just read the manuals and the books all the time you come back to them of course you do but you've learned things that stuff is in you you know what i'm saying does that make sense
0: oh makes perfect sense i mean and to your point to further your point uh the instructor who's teaching that class actually will be reading that book every day So, it depends on what your role and your function is, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Right. You know, because if I'm teaching a class, which I have done, I taught in a Bible school for years. And if I had a subject that I was going to be teaching over and over again, I would read that book over and over again. And I'd make sure my notes were good. And even though I might have notes from the first time that I taught the class, I'm going to read the book again and I'm going to revise my notes and I'm going to find points to go deeper on and so on and so forth. But I don't expect every student that's ever come through my class to continue to read that book from my class over and over again for the rest of their life. It's just not going to happen. So I I get exactly what you're saying. Uh, For me, I don't think that... Uh, the frequency of reading scripture has any bearing on your maturity level or uh, your hunger level. So I agree with you there. Uh, But I will say that um, it is your choice. Your frequency of how much you read is your choice. And I don't think that there's any condemnation associated or that can be associated with it. If there is any condemnation it exists Only in your own mind in your own conscience And it's probably based On some falsehood that you've been taught In a church mm. Such a good
1: point Yep So Cause I mean, early on And I know we're talking about missing Church Which obviously alludes to the fact that We don't go to church
0: anymore <laughs> And we're obviously not missing it either if we're talking the way that we are
1: but that was something that I had to kind of not struggle with but like sift through at least because I had been taught I mean my whole life like you need to read your bible every day every day don't miss it and then there was like this guilt like if you m- missed a day that you're not, you know, being a good Christian or you're not furthering your walk. I, I don't know. But, you yeah, totally enough. Totally you know? get that
0: statement that you made, man. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it's the truth, right? I mean, people teach that very thing. If you're not reading the Bible every day, or if there was a time where you read the Bible more than you do right now, then you've backslidden. That's also a very popular belief in the church, and there's not much that's more false than that. It just isn't <laughs> backsliding. That's what the people believe, man. A lot of people I know. That. I just I haven't heard that term in such a long time. I know. Isn't that great that you haven't heard that term in so long? It is. <laughs> I don't
1: miss that either.
0: <laughs> Here's the fact.
1: We need to pray for Sean. He's backsliding right now. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: He said the F word. He must be backsliding, Dude, it's so much like that that I just don't miss. But here's the thing that we got to keep in mind. Abraham never had a Bible. And he was called the friend of God. Come on, can we just preach for a second here, bro? I was about to bust out in the song, but... <laughs> you got the right words this time?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Did I butcher it before?
0: <laughs> yeah. You switched the words on purpose. You didn't butcher it. Oh. Uh, I, I am don't a recall. friendly acquaintance of God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway. Um, we
1: sometimes talk.
0: <laughs> I mean seriously man when you go out on a date with your wife you're not asking her most of the time about her childhood right (laughs) you're not getting deep in your questions like you were when you were first together because your relationship is matured and you're just like whatever there's other things to discover I don't know there's so many different analogies I can throw in there but first off Abraham never had a bible Uh, The law was written by Moses, right? It's called the law of Moses. Um, What else? All of the apostles, the only thing they had was the law and the prophets, the very thing that Jesus freed us from. So the thing that they taught everywhere they went was the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. The thing that was recited from the early church in Antioch, the thing that was recited once a week, was the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And what they would do is they would use the law and the prophets to testify of the person of Christ. But the main message was... Hey the law and the prophets they all speak of Jesus Christ who lived died was buried and rose again they use the gospel they use the 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 law and the prophets to support the gospel the gospel message is what was preached so if us not reading the bible condemns us <laughs> The people that we read about in the Bible didn't have the Bible. So are they condemned too? It's like, come on, dude. Let's be serious here. All we got to do is use a little bit of simple logic here to go along with our spirituality. Uh, You read it because you want to read it. You read it because you want to know more or you want to go deeper. And if that's not something that you want to do, then don't do it. That point right there that you just made,
1: I think is the reason we are the unchurched is because we actually do think we (laughs) use logic. Yeah. And, you know, call it whatever you want to call it. I'm a douchebag, backsliding, heathen, whatever. I've started questioning why we do the things we do. What do the words that we read mean? Anyway.
0: Yeah. And why do we teach the way that we do? We teach things that are extra biblical. And and we teach them as Bible. And it's incorrect. And it's unfortunate. Because, um, you know, I honestly believe that God ain't that petty. (laughs) I just honestly believe that. All the shit that I can think about. So much shit that I was taught in the church. And now, being outside of the church, I can honestly say, God ain't that petty. We gotta stop teaching this bullshit, man. Trying to keep people in line and trying to keep people disciplined to do this and do that. Man, if you just want my tithe, then just ask me for my tithe. But don't teach this bullshit, dude. Like, if... if I'm of the opinion, like, hey, yeah, all right, you're in full-time ministry. You need money in order to keep this building going. Then just say that. Just say, hey, listen, guys, I want to be up front with you. We got 200 people in this this congregation here. I want to let you guys know at the head of every year, this is how much the ministry costs. And if you can help me, you know... Deal with these costs. That would be much appreciated. Give, and it will be given back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. That's what the scripture says. That's what we're going to teach. The mortgage on this building is two thousand dollars a month. Three thousand dollars a month. The lights cost, you know, a thousand dollars a month. Gas is five hundred dollars a month. This is what it is. We got a, you know, a seven thousand dollar budget with whatever, that we need to meet a month. If you can help us uh, with these costs, it will be greatly appreciated. And since we're a 501c3, you'll get a tax write-off for helping us do it. Is that too much to ask for? Or do you, uh, you know, the way most churches do it, will a man rob God? Yes, you robbed God in not giving your tithes and offerings. They want to take you right back to the law. we got to overcome all that shit, and we just need to speak the truth. Let's just stick with the truth. What saves you? My faith and belief, my confession of my heart, the belief in my heart. The confession of my mouth and the belief of my heart. That God has raised Jesus from the dead. and Therefore I am saved. Everything else. Every other spiritual gift and gain that I desire has to be worked for. I need to study for it. I need to pray for it. I need to practice it. Blah 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 blah. I need spiritual disciplines in order to attain spiritual virtues. But if you don't want it, that doesn't have any bearing or weight on your salvation whatsoever. That's the truth that needs to be taught. Because, like I said last time, last episode, not everybody's going to be an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, or teacher. Some people are just sheep, and that's fine. Nothing wrong with that at all. We all got to eat, and we got one shepherd and his name is Jesus Christ so let's just follow him and we'll all eat uh. sila Mhm That's what I'm with, bro. So. Me dose All right, so we uh We're coming to the end of this. If you guys uh, have a difference of opinion or you agree with us, whatever, let us know. Tell us about it. We'd love to hear about it. Uh, You can contact us at unchurchpodcast.show, not .com, .show. Our email is there, Twitter, Instagram. Drop us a line, a like, a share, a comment, and we love you for it forever.
1: Mm, So long. Alright brother, till the next time. Read some books. <laughs> Read your Bible. Eat some chips. Drink some wine. Have a good time for the Lord.
0: <laughs> I love it. Peace.
1: Peace.